Hey, hey, happy Tuesday to all of you. My name is Bevan Caramello, and you are listening to your weekly Skinny with, G- with Jesus. Excuse me, I'm tripping over my own tongue. Today is February 7th, 2017. I am so glad you've tuned into our call today. We are in the home stretch of a series called Women of Influence. Uh, and this is our second to last week in this series. So um, next week will be our final call about uh, some of the influential women of the Bible. Uh, we by no means have covered every single one of them, but we did hit some good ones, I think. And I hope it's been as convicting and eye-opening for you as the series has been for me. Today, we are going to be talking about Esther. Okay, so the book of Esther is found in the Old Testament. It's right before you get to Job, Psalms, and Proverbs. Okay, so if you have your Bible with you, turn with me to the book of Esther. And let's start by just looking at some basic facts that we know about Esther, okay? Um, So I'm just going to fill you in on a couple things here. So first of all, she was a Jew, okay? Second... She was chosen by the king of Persia to be his queen, okay? And the king did not know that she was a Jew. So over 100 years earlier, many of the Israelites were taken captive by Babylon, okay? And they were drugged across the desert, a thousand miles away from home, and they had been held captive in Babylon. Hang on just a second. I'm getting sick, so just there might be some feedback. Okay, sounds like, okay, hopefully you guys can still hear me. So um, so the Israelites were taken captive by Babylon. Um, this is, Babylon is, uh, just to give you not a geography lesson here, it's, a, it's the modern-day Iraq, okay? So then about 60 or so, 60-plus years later, Babylon was conquered by Persia. and um, some of the Israelites then, after Persia conquered Babylon, began to make their way back to Jerusalem. But most of them uh, still remain displaced in Persia. Esther and her family were among those. So she has been in Persia all her life. And the king has chosen her from all the young virgins that were presented to him to be his queen. But he has no idea that she's a Jew. Okay, so after she becomes queen, there is this bad guy in our story named Haman who devises a plan to destroy all the Jews, okay? And her cousin, Mordecai, who has basically raised Esther like a daughter, tells her of this plan of Haman's. And Mordecai wants her to go to the king to ask for help. So Haman can't wipe out the Jews. But here's the catch. No one, including the queen, is allowed to approach the king without being summoned to him, to talk to him. Okay? So that is where we are coming into the story today. So let's look at Esther chapter 4, verse 11. I'm just going to read that to us here. Says all the king's officials 
and the people of the royal provinces know that for any man or woman who approaches the king in the inner court without being summoned, the king has but one law, that he be put to death. The only exception to this is for the king to extend the gold scepter to him and spare his life. And then Esther says, but 30 days have passed since I was called to go to the king. So Esther finds out that her people are about to be destroyed. Now let's keep going in verses 12 and 13. When Esther's words were reported to Mordecai, he sent back this answer. Do not think that because you are in the king's house, you alone of all the Jews will escape. So he's telling her, you're not even safe, not even as a queen. Okay, so although she was queen, she was still not secure. And this right here, this is a great reminder for me that our security has to come from one place and one place alone, from God, right? So often we can be tempted to find security in different things of this world, you know, security in our status, in our title, in our job, or our bank account, or our our good health, um, or even in a relationship. You can find security in so many different things. And I, I thought, you know, how easy that could have been for Esther. I mean, she was the queen for crying out loud. How easy for her to think, well, I'm secure, I'm okay, and to just think of herself. Thankfully, though, her story doesn't end here, okay? You guys, it's about to get really good, y'all. Look at verse 14 with me. Okay, so it goes on to say, and this is Mordecai talking to Esther. They're replying back and forth through a messenger, and he's talking to her. He says, for if you remain silent at this time, relief and deliverance for the Jews will arise from another place but you and your father's family will perish. And then he goes on to say, and who knows, but that you have come to royal position for such a time as this. For such a time as this. I love that verse. You guys, just like Esther, God has not placed us in our present situation for our own benefit. This is our, our first big takeaway for today, I think. He has not placed you in your present in your present situation for your own benefit. He put you there to serve him. Right where you are. Think about it. Where have you been strategically placed? Have you even thought about it that way? Have you ever even considered that you've been strategically placed? So it's not just happenstance. Your neighbors, your coworkers, your kid's classroom with, with their teacher or, or other parents of kids in that class maybe. Your son's basketball team. Your clients. The hairdresser that you sit with for two hours every eight weeks, maybe, like I do. How are you serving God right where 
he's placed you. And so I know, I know what you guys are thinking. If I think it too, yes, it's going to take some effort. And yes, we're all tired at the end of the day. And the idea of adding one more thing to our plate just seems overwhelming sometimes. Yes, people can be frustrating and even exhausting. But you guys, we've got to do it anyway. We've got to cross the street. We've got to pick up the phone. We need to be invitational. We need to plan. We need to organize. So let's let's look. Let's see. Esther, let's look at how she handles things, okay? I think Esther recognized the position she had been placed in, and she chose to use it for God. But when we look at how she handled it, we see that she doesn't just go running to the king. Remember, she could be killed for going to him at all. But we see in verses 15 and 16 that she goes on to tell Mordecai that she wants him to get all the Jews praying and fasting for three days. Um, prayer was always something that went with fasting in the Old Testament. So she's she's going into preparation to talk to the king, but she's not just doing it mindlessly. And she goes on to say that she herself, along with all of her maids, are going to be praying and fasting for three days too. Okay, and then let's look at what happens next. Um, move on with me to chapter 5. We're going to read verses 1 through 8 right here. On the third day, Esther put on her royal robes and stood in the inner court of the palace in front of the king's hall. The king was sitting on his royal throne in the hall facing the entrance. When he saw Queen Esther standing in the court, he was pleased with her and held out to her the gold scepter that was in his hand. Phew, right? Sure, that was a huge relief for her. So Esther approached and touched the tip of the scepter. Then the king asked, What is it, Queen Esther? What is your request? Even up to half the kingdom, it will be given to you. If it pleases the king, replied Esther, let the king together with Haman, remember that name? Let the king together with Haman come today to a banquet I have prepared for him. Bring Haman at once, the king said, so that we may do what Esther asks. So the king and Haman went to the banquet Esther had prepared. As they were drinking wine, the king again asked Esther, Now what is your your petition? It will be given to you. And what is your request? Even up to half the kingdom, it will be granted. Esther replied, My petition and my request is this. If the king regards me with favor, and if it pleases the king to grant my petition and fulfill my request, let the king and Haman come tomorrow to the banquet I will prepare for them. Then I will answer the king's question. She put a lot of time into this, right? She prayed and fasted for three days. She took her request before the Lord. And then she doesn't just go racing off to the king. She was smart. 
she used the brain God had given her and she planned a strategy. She threw a banquet for the king and even invites Haman to it. She doesn't just do it once. She plans two feasts, right? A lot. She put a lot of thought into what she was about to do. You know, we have to do the same. We need to pray for God to open doors for us to serve him in new places. We need to pray for him to make the way. You know, pray for him to fill you with courage. If this is new for you, if this idea is hard for you to even imagine right now, I I get it. I'm sure Esther was scared too. I mean, she knew the law. She could have been killed. But let's look at her response. Back in chapter 4, if we look at the end of verse 16, as she's talking back and forth with Mordecai, she goes on to say, and if I perish, I perish. And that's huge. If I perish, I perish. She's saying, I know this is what God's called me to do. I know it's hard. I could be killed. But I'm going to do it anyway. If I perish, I perish. She's going to push past her fear. You know, luckily, her faith in God and her desire to please him was greater than her fear. That's another big takeaway for us today. Her faith in God and her desire to please him was greater than her fear. You know, who who does the enemy want you to be afraid to talk to? Afraid to invite? Maybe it's the possible rejection or the decline to attend that makes you uneasy. You were placed, even created for such a time as this. And so my challenge for us today, myself included, is don't miss it. Don't miss the blessing that comes from obedience. By obediently stepping outside of our comfort zones in God's strength, not in our own. doing it in God's strength. Obedience to him will always lead to his blessing. So I want you guys to read the rest of Esther this week. God comes through for her and for all of his people in a really big way. So that's your, that's your homework. Read the rest of Esther. And, um, yeah, and then we'll meet back here next week. If you have questions or comments after you read Esther, feel free to post them in the Weekly Skinny Facebook page, okay? So will you pray with me? Father God, I thank you, Lord, for another Tuesday. I love this time in your word. I thank you, Father, for reminding us that We have each been uniquely created and uniquely placed, Lord, 
for such a time as this. That we each have an opportunity in front of us with good works to do in your name, Lord, that you have called us to do specifically for you, works for us, specifically designed for us. So validating and affirming, Lord, and humbling to know that you have a plan for each of us, that you created good things for us to do in your name. Lord, I pray as we go forward this week that you would just show us each place that you have placed us strategically to serve you. Show us that person you want us to reach out to, that person that you want us to invite, that person that you want us to start the conversation with. And Lord, thank you. Give us a bold courage to step outside of our comfort zone and do what you're asking us to do. And then remind us, Lord, through your Holy Spirit in us that we are not called to do it alone. That you are with us wherever we go and that we can do all of it in your strength, Father God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks so much for listening today. I hope this call has encouraged you and even challenged you just a little to start looking around at how you've been placed for God right where you are in the everyday, in the daily grind of life. The playback for this call um, is good for a week, and that number is on the, the graphic as well. And as always, I'll post this call in the weekly Skinny Facebook page as well under the Files tab. If you're not already a part of that group and you want to be a part of it, just go ahead, uh, go to Facebook and search Weekly Skinny and then add yourself there. All are welcome. And I will see you back here next week, Tuesday at 2, as we wrap up the series we're in now, Women of Influence. And until then, may God bless you and yours. Bye for now.